we're just really thankful that we were able to carry it to the end. And I hope that this music continues to have a positive impact and a benefit on people's lives. I want this even as a, con a recording concept to be an artistic statement, not just a tribute record. But let's do something fresh and new, new and unique. Did we honor Rich? You know, would Rich like it? Would Rich think it was cool that we were doing this? Would Rich think it was silly? And so there's all those feelings on release day that come to the surface for me. You know, I'm thinking about like all of the journey to this point, you know? Um, so many things going in different directions uh, rather than the direction that we wanted them to go or felt like they should go at the moment. And so, you know, I'm kind of looking at it in a way of like um, God, God's timing is always the best. can't believe we're here. Episode 12 is the concluding chapter of the Release Date Podcast and the end of the story of the making of a Rich Mullins tribute album. Our podcast in these episodes have spanned five years and three months. <laughs> We've been telling the story in real time. Yes, sometimes... It does take a while to get to the finish line, but here we are. So we're just going to celebrate with you that we have made it to November 4th, 2022, the official release date of Bellsburg, the songs of Rich Mullins. In fact, let's walk down memory lane. Let's go back to the beginning of the story. In episode one of release date, which aired in September of 2017, I said this. Nearly all release dates do have a story, an often untold story, about all the key decisions, risks, misfires, drama, strokes of genius, and maybe a few secrets that all combine to make that release date a reality. We are here to explore that untold story and let you experience the making of an album from concept to creation. There may not be a better place to start than to follow the journey of someone who has never made an album before. Me. <laughs> now here we are over five years later and yeah, of course you expect some rough terrain when taking on a big project, but Little did we expect all the swerves, stallouts, redirections, enthusiasm, unexpected drama, and even a global pandemic. But we're glad that you are here to celebrate the birth of the new Ritual and Tribute album that many of us have been working years on. Uh, we are so excited of how it turned out, too. Way beyond my initial expectations. That first episode of release date was entitled Pigpen because I thought uh, I was going to help produce a more demo style, rough around the edges type album. 
And there's some of that that's true in Bellsburg, but I am so happy with how it turned out. It's so much more beautiful and layered and warm and personal than I could have ever imagined. And it's so wonderful to be a part of such an amazing project. that you could be along for the ride and that we could fulfill our mission of telling the story in real time of the making of an album from concept to creation. We have made it to the finish line. We have made it to the release date. You can't have a final episode without an appearance by everyone's favorite guest cameo. What? Are you kidding me? Ah, uh, is this Robot Andrew Peterson? Foshizil. In the flesh. Or, actually, I think this is aluminum chrome. <laughs> wow. Well, this is an unexpected treat. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, Robot Andrew Peterson was a frequent guest in the early years of of uh, the release date podcast going back to 2017 and 2018. So to what do we owe the pleasure of your appearance here today? I knew you losers needed some star power to pop your ratings. So kapow. You're welcome. I know that T-Swift won't be returning your call homie. So I'm stopping in to bring some class and dignity to this nerd fest. <laughs> okay, all right. You made your point. Well, I think we're just all really excited that we we made it here to the to the actual release date. Human AP speaks highly of you dorks, and he says he enjoyed being on the Bellsberg album. What he sees in you, I'll never understand. <laughs> okay, all right. If you just came here to bust our chops, I think your appearance is done. I think this interview's over. Hey, I have a cake booty idea. One that Rich Mullins would be so happy with. Really? Really? Okay, I'll bite. What's your big idea? On Bellsburg 2, you need to have Snoop Dogg on the album. For reals. I could see him doing a rap version of, I could only imagine. Oh boy. Okay, first of all, I could only imagine is a Mercy Me song, not a Rich Mullins song. Second of all, Snoop Dogg? I think he's kind of untouchable. Dude, don't diss my genius. Snoop Dogg is money. Ben Rector knows him, I think. And I think he has a little bit of downtime after he films his next Corona commercial. Okay, okay, I think we're done here. Robot Andrew Peterson, it was actually good to hear from you again. Yeah, tote smug oats, on with your little nerd fest. Well, one of the fun things about the mission of this podcast is it aims to tell the story of the making of this album in real time, which obviously has spanned over five years and two months. Uh, but um, we take you now to the actual release date of Bellsburg, November 4th, 2022. 
And I had folks on our creative team share what they were thinking in real time. First, we hear from one of the co-producers, Andrew Greer. Well, today is release day for Bellsburg, the songs of Rich Mullins. We've uh, had a long journey to get here. The Hoisingtons and Old Bear Records, probably the longest journey, though, um, having had conversations five years ago about what a, a Rich Mullins tribute record could look like in this current landscape. You know, Andrew Peterson and Jason Gray and myself and Reed Arvin, Rich's old producer, and Dave Trout and uh, Andrew Osanga were having those conversations long ago before those just kind of naturally uh, fizzled uh, because of our schedules and maybe a lack of direction. And then Chris and Anthony Hoisington come in and Old Bear Records with this definitive direction of demo style rich songs recorded by folks who can get around a mic and let's do it in their house. And, you know, today, release day of Bellsburg, the songs of Rich Mullins, my kind of type A marketing straightforward mind can take over when it's time to go, when we're in go mode. But I still have a, a creative, tender, uh, musical, artistic, whatever, heart and it is rich mullins my kind of type a marketing straightforward mind can take over when it's time to go when we're in go mode but i still have a, a creative you know tender uh musical artistic whatever heart and it is the motivator behind at least why i do what i do for a living and so we've collected this recording of songs done in a very non-traditional, non-current trend way. And I still, the creative part of me goes, will anyone like it? You know, did we do the right thing? Did we honor the artists who were willing to be a part of it? Did we honor the listening audience who has loved Rich and his music so long and has waited for another kind of commemorative tribute record for so long? And, and did we honor Rich? You know, would Rich like it? Would Rich think it was cool that we were doing this? Would Rich think it was silly? And so there's all those feelings on release day that come to the surface for me. But it is always exciting as well just to go, okay. You know, it's like birthing day for one of your children. It's like we have waited and we have prepared and we have lovingly tended to this season kind of of gestation. And now we're ready to its delivery date and other people get to now be a part of the community with us. It's not just our smaller community now, it's the wide community. We get to celebrate music and rich and working our faith out together all together. For producer Chris Hoisington, the release date of Bellsburg was a day of reflection about the journey it took to get there. I want this, even as a, con a recording concept, to be an artistic statement, not just a tribute record. But let's do something fresh and new, new and unique, not getting in the best studio in Nashville and making it sound as perfect as we can. Let's try to capture another side of Rich Mullins, which to me was the communal side of Rich Mullins. Even at this house we recorded, he would throw these massive birthday parties where just people would come and bring their sleeping bags and sleep in the backyard, would just 
you know, pile into the house. You'd have over 100 people in this, in this little house and on this property. In a lot of ways, the way we recorded this was very communal. There were lots of people hanging out on the porch, in the kitchen, making uh, Rich's mom's banana bread recipe. So everything about this record screamed, community screamed, we're not here to make uh, the best thing you've ever hear, heard. We're here to capture a moment in time with people who loved and were inspired by Rich Mullins and, and kind of run with that idea. And um, I think we captured that 100%. In fact, I think, I think some of these versions of these songs I enjoy in a different way than Rich's originals, but you know, we were able to, we also had a couple room mics, so we were able to capture it a little more hi-fi, but also stay true to the grit of treating Rich like uh, the great American songwriter that he is. Well, I also got in on the action, and here's when I hit record. Well, today is uh, Friday, November 4th, 2022, and um, the, the biggest news today is that um, it's the day that Bellsberg is releasing worldwide on all music platforms, which is pretty exciting. Um, it's uh, a little after 8 in the morning right now, and I am totally exhausted. I, uh, um, we had a long night uh, um, on the road touring um, with Eric Peters, and we played a concert with Drakeford um, on the south side of Chicago last night, and then we had to, we ate dinner late last night, had pizza, of course, and then we <laughs> drove up to our hotel in Elgin, which was uh hour, hour and a half away. So anyway, we, we didn't get to the hotel till, till um, close to 2 a.m., and then... Um, I forgot I had promised to to write a blurb for the rabbit room, so I didn't get to sleep till maybe three thirty. So here we are, um, getting the day started. I'm um, vocally a little bit dragging here, so uh, I probably don't sound too excited. But it is a really exciting morning, and I'm in the middle of writing and sending a uh, an email blast to tell the UTR followers about Bellsberg's release, just to maybe to remind them and invite them because one of the things that I did before I went to sleep is I downloaded it on iTunes um, because there's not too many places that chart music, especially independent music, but on iTunes they chart all their downloads and so oh, in our email here, I'm going to try to, um, we're going to encourage folks who, even if they bought the album through the Kickstarter or whatever, just to, if they want to participate, to go ahead and download the, the album because it might, it might actually chart today. Uh, like it might get into the top 10 Christian albums charts alongside for King and Country and Lauren Daigle and <laughs> Toby Mack and all those guys who might see Bellsberg pop in there, maybe even higher than top 10. We'll see. So, all right, just going to 
finish up this email. Okay. I was legit finishing up an email, but I think the typing right there is just for dramatic effect. Uh, anyway, let's move on because uh, we also heard from uh, co-producer of Bellsburg, Evan Sealing. I think getting to the release date, the biggest feeling that I have is a feeling of gratitude because we started this project before the pandemic and before COVID and we attempted to start it multiple times and we were doing it on our own dime and there were other projects that had attempted similar things and I know I was really resolved to do our best to see it through to the end and I think um, a project like this is a massive undertaking with so many moving parts and people and a lot of big feelings and I'm really thankful that we all carried this to the finish line. And, um, boy, you know, the, the reality is this record is going to be out there forever now. It's, it's outside of my hard drive and the, the world has it. And I just hope that it makes people's lives better and, connects them to rich and also helps them see God and the divine in a wider lens and angle. And also the world feels really divided right now. And we made something that can, I is a community expression and a community effort and that's complicated and messy, but we, hold it off. And so I'm also really proud of our team and everybody that was involved. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because um, we never intended to have Bellsberg be a companion to Rich's 25th anniversary of his passing. This is sort of a big year for folks just thinking and celebrating Rich's legacy and his music. Uh, a New York Times article just was released a couple of months ago that um, talked about Rich's enduring musical legacy and even mentioned the Bellsberg Project in that article, which was pretty awesome. Um, but this is a big year, and it just so happened that with the starts and stops that Evan talked about, and of course COVID, the pro this project got delayed to the point that it did release in this pivotal season, and, and there wasn't many other projects or tributes that happened at this time, and so it just filled a certain void that people were anxiously looking to connect with Rich's music again and this this project was a great uh, piece of that musical legacy and I think there's also a purity in the fact that we never really intended to set out to to sort of you know connect it to this death anniversary it just so happened to kind of fall into place that way but um, man gratitude that that word that Evan said yes gratitude that is that is the thing i think um our whole creative team feels it but uh just specifically for me this was a very life-giving project and for utr media it helped us do something kind of bigger than we normally do and 
it actually really helped bring in some extra revenue to support the ministry work here. Just some, some things that were unexpected. And of course, for Old Bear Records, it's it has even immediately opened up new doors of opportunity for future projects. So it's really exciting, you know, what Bellsberg has done so far and will continue to do. Now, you might be wondering, okay, if Bellsberg is out in the world, where can I find it? Um, hopefully you already know that answer. But if you don't, if you're a streaming person, Bellsberg is on all streaming platforms. Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Amazon Prime Music, all the, all the things. So definitely you can find it there. If you um, like owning the music in physical format or digital download, we have a special Bellsberg store where you can get the music and order it right now. And that is um, richmullins25.com slash store. Uh, We'll link to that in the show notes of the episode as well. But besides Bellsburg, you can also order the companion albums, Deep Valley and Work Tapes. And you can also get um, t-shirts, art prints, books, and some other cool things all at at the Bellsburg store. So check the link. Um, Will Bellsburg be on vinyl? The answer is yes. Um, Of course, vinyl takes a long time to press. There's industry-wide long lines for pressing vinyl. And so it's it's about a 10-month wait right now. We are in line. It will take another five to six months for it to be complete. But you can place your order now. You can pre-order the vinyl. You'll get the digital download so you can listen to, to the album right away. And then... As soon as we get the vinyl in hand, we will ship it to you um, if you pre-order it. So that's at the store as well. We are thrilled to bring you some more on the second half of this series finale of Release Dates. We're going to talk more to the creative team of Bellsburg and some additional reflections on November 4th, the release date of Bellsburg. And we talked about the iTunes charts. Did Bellsburg make it into the top 10? You'll find out after this. saying about UTR Media. Well, Greg from Arizona said, thanks to UTR, I am encouraged, inspired, and brought to a place where I can think deeply about the things of God. And James from Louisiana said, I'm not sure where I would find new music if not for UTR Media. Thanks for what you do. We are so grateful that through our podcasts, videos, social media, albums, and events, tens of thousands of people are connecting with our ministry, which cannot continue without your help. Help UTR end this year strong and prepare for another year of gourmet music. Be a part of our Build-A-Thon campaign. Consider giving a one-time year-end donation or maybe sign up to join our monthly support team for the first time. Find the Build-A-Thon campaign now at utrmedia.org. Thank you for locking arms with us. Again, go to utrmedia.org. It's nearly impossible to imagine celebrating Christmas without holiday music. UTR has hand-curated selection of well-crafted seasonal songs on the current special menu playlist. Enjoy over three and a half hours of gourmet holiday music, including Sarah Grove, Dave Barnes, Andrew Peterson, Ginny and Tyler, and over four dozen more artists. 
Find UTR's special menu playlist on Spotify now or at utrmedia.org. So this has been kind of an interesting day, Eric Peters. Eric is with me. Um, we're we're uh, driving around, playing some shows and stuff for a few days. And uh, where have you spent the last like hour of your life? Half price books. Of course. In suburbia. Did you find anything? No, it was extremely disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I poked at the vinyls. I didn't find anything. Anyway, um, we are heading to a show tonight, about an hour away from where we are right now. But um, today, the, the the big thing today was um, the, the Bellsberg album released. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, That's a big deal. And the one thing that happened while we while we've been kind of driving around is is the the album went to number one on iTunes. That's that's really awesome. So I just wanted to ask you, you know, I can relate. So I, I was going to say, like, what, what what does that feel like? Because I'm kind of getting used to that feeling. <laughs> it just never gets old, does it? I mean, being number one is the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun because you, you you bump out like Lauren Daigle and Toby Mac and those guys take a back seat. Kids. That's right, back seat. And then, unfortunately, like two days from now, we're gonna check back <laughs> into that list and eat some humble pie because two hundred. <laughs> and the and then of course, you know Lauren Daigle will take her rightful throne. Oh, yeah, but you can say you were number one. Yeah, that's kind of the I've fun. Never, I've never been able to say that. There's that's, a lot of people that can't say that. That's fun about today. That is fun about today. So earlier today, I was so kind of not worried, but, you know, always a little bit cautious or intrigued or interested. And in what are people going to think? Are they going to like it? And even though we've had some really good feedback from those who've heard the record from Kickstarter or, or heard the record from picking it up at one of the live shows, it just seems that people are interested in Rich Mullins' music and catalog and the continuing uh, mark his life and his lyrics and his way of being or having on us. We went number one. I had no notion that we would go number one. I definitely helped rally our team along with Anthony and Dave Trout to go, okay, can we get people to support the record on release day kind of old school right release day used to be such a big deal when i was growing up and get people into the bookstores get them pre-ordered whatever and can we rally people day of and will it make any difference and i think we rallied people some i think we did what we could within our own network of friends and family and supporters but it, it people I think want to hear from Rich. I, I think it's speaking for itself. And that is the beautiful mark of it. The number one thing is totally cool. I mean, I thought maybe we could get into the top 10 if we're lucky, maybe top 20. But to be the number one Christian record in the nation and then to be, I think we're in the top 40 of all records in the nation today. It's just yay rich. That's what I say. Yay rich. We made this record... I think for the sake of making the record um, that we really put the art and the creativity and the intention above 
people wanting it or it being popular. And I know we took a lot of chances with the way it sounded and the limitations and even like the story that we told with it. Um, and so I feel really, it's really satisfying to see that it's hit number one on iTunes um, because we started out with what felt like a crazy idea. And the truth is it probably still is a crazy idea. And I don't know if you could replace it uh, um, or recreate it. But fact is uh, we made something and I really believe that we caught lightning in a bottle with this and it feels really good that people are people desire and are are hungry for authenticity and creativity and taking chances and really telling a story without the safety of you know all the overdubs and vocal tuning. And I, I think there's a level of authenticity. And so seeing people respond to that and be excited about that, feels really good. And, um, also we've got a lot of, um, we've got to give a lot of credit to Rich because he was the one that wrote these songs and he's the one that originally put the pen to the paper and started telling the story. And as much as we are picking it up and, carrying it further he's the one that started it and we wouldn't be here without him so i'm also really appreciative uh, to him and his legacy and i'm thankful that we get to be a small part of that well it's been a really cool day a lot of a lot of fun things um but i i even got news of another kind of uh additional bonus thing which is really cool um uh matt connor who uh is a great guy and a talented writer um and uh great just i mean music guy and he's helping the rabbit room um kind of manage some of their content flow of things um and so he he asked for uh for me to submit something um in like a like a short essay about bellsburg about the release about kind of who was involved in it what the experience was like just to kind of help get the word out. And, um, so I, I made one attempt number one really early this morning, like 3am. And, uh, and he said, nah, that wasn't exactly what I was looking for. If you could maybe go this other direction. And so at like 1130am, um, I tried again and, and that one worked. So the, the cool news is I just found out that he posted it on the front page of the rabbit room. It's going to be there for, I think three days as sort of like their main article on the rabbit room. So just like, man, another, another like whipped cream on top of uh, a very cool day already to have this experience happen. Yeah, it was, it's a joy to see it go to number one. I never thought three, four years ago when I first was thinking about a demo's record and never at all thought that it would be or become what it has uh, with all the folks involved and just everybody bringing their ideas together and just how special it's become. Uh, it was a joy to spearhead this thing and to be involved in it and just make community and relationships from it. Those are some thoughts from producer Chris Hoisington. 
uh, one of the great things about getting to the release date is that it no longer was just this project that we were working on behind doors or in houses or in you know editing studios um, and just having conversations through emails and chats and texts and all that. Um, now it was an open to the public thing and everyone could be invited to participate. Of course, a big chunk of that community were already participants through the Kickstarter campaign or uh, through purchasing the music at the different Rich Mullins tribute events that we had. But now everyone was invited. And what we found, uh, because we could track the iTunes charts and saw it rising up the charts, and because we had the Bellsberg store open where people could purchase the physical music, uh, we saw a flood of interest from people that had not heard of it prior. They were just getting word about this project releasing. Uh, they weren't a part of the Kickstarter. They weren't a part of the tributes. And there was this flood of new interest. So it just expanded the community even more, which was exciting. Um, by the way, that Bellsberg store is still open right now. And there's a link to it in the show notes. And that's where you can go to buy the physical music, um, like CDs. Uh, you can pre-order vinyls, which will come in um, late second quarter of next year. And you can also buy t-shirts, art prints, uh, books, and more. So uh, there's a link to the Bellsburg store where you could shop those items. Well, I want to get some extra thoughts from the creative team about how it feels to have the music out and released. And let's begin with Chris's brother, executive producer of the project, Anthony Hoisington. You know, obviously, as I reflect on the day, first of all, you know, um, I'm extremely proud and thankful to be a part of this project. Um, it also ha happens to be the highest chart position um, that we've ever had for Old Bear. And so for that, I think, you know, I'm thinking about like all of the journey to this point, you know, um, so many things going in different directions rather than the direction that we wanted them to go or felt like they should go at the moment. And so, you know, I'm kind of looking at it in a way of like God's timing is always the best, just re reflecting on my own impatience. But I think with that in mind, with impatience in mind, I felt like the entire time with Bellsberg that I was being reminded to be be present in the moment. Uh, normally for me, you know, I'm just sort of more of a guy that likes to keep things moving. And um, and so maybe I miss, I miss some moments along the way. And uh, I was feeling like many times caught off guard and slowed down in a good way. Um, to realize that, you know, being present was important. That's one thing. The other thing, obviously, is that, you know, the obvious is that I really learned so much about Rich. And, um, of course, I've read books about him. I've read, you know, things. But you really get to know somebody by the friends that they keep. And in this case, I met so many of Rich's friends, so much of the community, um, even, you know, David Mullins, I mean, everybody, 
along the way and you just realize that these people are so special and they loved this person so much that unified all of them together and this these many years later you know we're getting to reap the benefits of a of a really great uh community so truly humbled and um so thankful the team was great obviously you know you dave and and andrew my brother chris evan lucas renee so many people um uh connie and for for letting us record in her house uh just really made it possible and uh so truly truly do feel blessed by that as well again here's co-producer evan sealing we made this record on faith honestly uh faith in people that we were making something that they would care about and want and hoping that it would enrich and improve their lives and faith in god um and maybe a little bit of blind faith in ourselves that we could do something that mattered and seeing that it got to the end and and seeing so many people like when we first started having conversations about this i think a lot of people kind of raised their eyebrows and it wasn't like a bad thing but they were kind of like all right well you know good luck i mean that's kind of a a big endeavor but seeing that like every step of the way we've like fought for this and we've fought to see it come to fruition and now that it's out there it feels amazing i have such a peace and a satisfaction and a thankfulness that what we created actually is with people and i love hearing and reading people's comments and responses to the music and i'm just really thankful that we were able to carry it to the end and i hope that this music continues to have a positive impact and a benefit on people's lives. And I'm also really excited for what it means for the future of Rich's catalog. And I hope that um, this new generation of young people um, will, I hope that this will open doors for them to just to hear and experience his music and beyond the music, even like the words and the presence that he had in the world, because I think we could all be a little bit more like Rich. And so I hope that this project continues to keep the flame alive. And I hope that it just continues to make the world a kinder place and a more thoughtful place. And I'm really thankful that we had the opportunity to carry this. So if you haven't caught on yet, Bellsberg is out. It's available worldwide. Uh, everywhere that you can buy uh, digital downloads, you should be able to find it. And it's on iTunes and other places. Plus, it's on all streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Prime Music, YouTube Music, and the rest. You can find it where you listen to music. And physical music is available at the Bellsberg store. Ah, it's a worthy celebration. We got to the place that this podcast was designed for and named for the release date. It's an amazing celebration for all of us, and we're glad that you could be a part of it. So before we leave you, we thought now is the perfect time to think about 
the future. One of the great things about being in this Bellsberg project is that for all the participants, it's opened up new doors of opportunity. Yes, celebrating the music of Rich Mullins has cultivated a community that is hungry for more of Rich's music, more music celebrating Rich, and more artists that are carrying the torch and creating music in the line and legacy of Rich Mullins. Well, let's start with Old Bear Records. Just like Anthony said a few minutes ago, this was the biggest project that Old Bear has worked on, and I'm so excited about what the future holds for them. It's going to open up doors of opportunity for them to work with bigger artists, a a wider variety of artists, and uh, have some artists that now have a project that they are familiar with to say, oh yeah, that <laughs> I, now I know what Old Bear does and what, what some of their music sounds like. And prior to this, uh, some of their indie music releases just didn't have enough of a following to have that cachet, so to speak. So I'm excited for uh, even the near future. There are some projects that are immediately in the works that are ripple effects from Bellsburg. It's a win for Evan Sealing as well. Um, I'm so happy that his name is prominently a part of this project as co-producer because it will bring in more work for him. He'll be able to do more Old Bear projects and he owns and runs a studio in East Nashville. And I'm sure that that is going to have some more traction in the months ahead. For UTR Media, it was a total life-giving experience for us, and we will continue to be working in the Bellsburg universe, partly because we're continuing our relationship with Old Bear Records, but also because we're going to be managing the Bellsburg store and developing even new items to go into that store. So uh, we just see ourselves as a part of this Rich Mullins family like never before, and it's so thrilling to us. Andrew Greer has already been in the Rich Mullins universe and has a bunch of projects already in the works. So he didn't necessarily need this to move forward, but it's so exciting to see the trajectory of his career and some of the very cool things that are that are in the works. And I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but he's doing this incredible project with Jimmy and Rosalind Carter. Yes, the former president and first lady of the country. And I think some of that stuff is uh, coming out in 2023. So uh, we had a chance to actually talk to Andrew Greer about his reflections on the future of the Bellsburg project. So what's in the future for Rich Stuff, you know? Um, I know the Old Bear Records guys, along with Beth Lutz, are um, Rich's friend, stewarding the Rich Mullins early music catalog. I know they've got more. I I know that we have more right down the pike. The Deep Valley record coming out in early 2023 and the work tapes, more songs of Rich Mullins, the sequel to Bellsburg coming out in the spring of 2023. So we have lots of Rich Mullins to celebrate and to continue to, that people will continue to discover that Rich Mullins is still making an impact and, and we're still celebrating. And to hear Rich's voice on the Deep Valley record, I am so excited about that release for people to hear Deep Valley. I, I'm just ecstatic. I think a release like Bellsburg, I think if anything, one of the gifts it has given to those who curate music that celebrates Rich, people like Beth and Old Bear, uh, is it motivates 
more celebration, more commemoration, more music from Rich, combing the catalog and combing the archives and and saying this is worthy of collecting and putting on a record, you know, that people can stream and can download and can purchase. And, and so I think there will be more of that to come. And, you know, I think I'm one of those who says more rich in the world. Good. so thankful for each one of you for being a part of this journey and if you were a contributor to the kickstarter or got involved in other ways we say a big thank you because this has all been revolving around the word community which you are a part of and because of that community these opportunities are opening up and this community has some exciting things to look forward to we'll share the timeline right now Uh, The project Deep Valley, which is the first official Rich Mullins project to be released in over 20 years, is a collection of live songs recorded at Deep Valley Christian Camp. And this was a high-quality live recording from 1984 that is being released on CD, on vinyl, and on digital download. And it's released nationwide, worldwide, in January of 2023. Then, uh, coming up in the spring, we'll be slowly releasing some singles and additional content for the Project Work Tapes, which is the companion album to Bellsberg, uh, one of the stretch goals of the Kickstarter, which includes more songs of Rich recorded by more artists. And that project is going to be releasing worldwide, we believe, in June of 2023. So a lot of rich celebrations on the way. We are also planning to do a few uh, concert events, some more tribute concerts um, in various spots around the country. And those are still in development, but we'll be notifying people at the website richmullins25.com and updating you about where we'll be having those events. So a full year of celebrating this 25th anniversary of his passing and some exciting things for this community on the horizon. As far as this podcast goes, this is the official last episode of the podcast, a 12-part story that we told over five years and two months. Uh, Pretty incredible. I'm so excited and thrilled to kind of be at the conclusion of the story. But the podcast won't really officially disappear or go away. Not only will it be available for people to listen to in the archives, but also we're going to be releasing some bonus content as as bonus episodes in this feed um, in the months to come. We even have a couple of bonus episodes um, ready and planned for the, the near future for the next few months. So we look forward to talking to you again, but it's an official farewell and wrap up of the whole release date story. Thank you for being a part of this incredible five year journey. There's no way to appropriately thank everybody for their help and support over a five year stretch of a podcast. Uh, But I do want to thank the uh, participants in today's show, our interview guests, Chris Hoisington, Anthony Hoisington, Andrew Greer, and Evan Sealing. Thanks, guys, for being a part of today's show. 
And obviously, spread the word. You can let folks know that they can listen to now the full story, all 12 episodes of Release Date, available on all podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. If Release Date was an on-ramp into the world of UTR Media, we welcome you and we encourage you to stay plugged in with what we're doing. You can sign up to our email list. You can check us out on social media. We're at UTR Media on all major platforms. And you can also um, subscribe to our sister podcasts, the Gourmet Music Podcast, Good Patron, and Green Room Door. We are a 501c3 nonprofit and we survive with the help of folks just like you so we give a big thank you to folks who are already on the utr support team who really we could not have done this podcast without thank you for making it a reality and if you want more info about joining that team you can go to our website utrmedia.org all music used on today's show and in the full podcast series was used with permission or by fair rights provisions I'm Dave Trout, and this is Release Date, a production of UTR Media, an independent, listener-supported nonprofit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and online at utrmedia.org.